Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Sharpie Podcast. Gary Trust here in our New York offices talking all things music choice today with Damon Williams, Senior Vice President, Programming Strategy and Partnerships for Music Choice. Hello, Damon. Hey, Gary. Thanks for having me, man. Very excited to be here. Absolutely. Good time to have you guys on because there's lots of stuff coming up for summertime. Yeah. I mean, Music Choice is uh, in the process of uh, launching a new campaign. We are the plug, and, and hopefully all you hit people out there know what that's about. Um, you know, we really want to connect with our viewers this summer beyond the content that we're playing. So we've got a bunch of nice fan experiences and content initiatives, programs with artists that are going to kind of plug our viewers into uh, what's happening out there this summer. First thing that comes to mind when you think music choice, is it all the TV channels, do you think – uh, oh yeah, all those music channels somewhere up there on on the cable dial. If I go up to the, I think it's the four hundreds for me. Is that the first thing that comes to mind for most people about Music Choice? Yeah, I mean to be honest, I think people think of us as that in home music service and that in home experience. We're like an old pair of jeans in some way <laughs> that we've been around right. for a long time. We've been in your home, and it's interesting. We've we've watched like people grow up with the product go through different phases of their life so you know we've done research and we've seen where people start out and listen to our kids only and that type of programming they move into mainstream pop or or r&b and hip-hop right then they kind of go off to college they grow up they get a job and now they get a cable bill and they come back and then music choice that friend you kind of grew up when you live with your parents is there and it's interesting as, as a programmer i've been in music choice for 17 and a half years. Ah. So as a programmer, you have to uh, adjust your programming lineup as your demographic shift. Right. So when I first got there, we didn't have decade channels like 90s. That would make sense that you didn't have the, the, the Y2K channel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so it, it's interesting um, being with the company for so long and uh, watching how our audience has evolved um, how uh, consumption has changed, 
And it's really amazing that we've been able to hold on to huge listening on, on our network. So well, we still average like 28 hours per week really? of listening across our platform. Um, people tend to uh, turn us on for long periods of time. And, you know, our product is kind of part of people's lifestyle in, in the home. You're cleaning up on a Saturday. It's, you know, we hear people say all the time, oh, it's easy for me to turn on right. the television. And I know what I, I'm going to get from Music Choice. And I think the big win is that we're commercial free. Yeah. I was going to ask how you even, how does that even happen? How are you able to be commercial free? Well, our, our business model is such that we actually get a license fee from our MVPD distributors. MVPD stands for multi-video um, service provider. So it's your Comcast, your, your charter cables. So we actually get a license fee um, from those operators, and, and we're able to uh, be commercial-free okay. on the music service. And I think that's a big, big, big part of the attraction. And I think it's what really sets us apart from a lot of uh, the streaming services right now. I think it's a good thing that you guys have this history uh, going back as you tell me when it started, but that that's good uh, branding that uh, even if people consider you uh, for the TV, not all the other platforms that we'll talk about, that's that's a good image to have, isn't it? People know what they're going to get. Yeah, I think I think it's 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 awesome to kind of have um, a history with consumers. Um, TV is still uh, a dominant way that people consume content and it, it you know it always comes down to mood and experience right so in your home um you want different experiences at different times so i think the brand of music choice itself the choice is really in the value and you know people you know you, you'll have someone with a profile that may be 27 and 30 years old and you know they listen to a mainstream format but, you know, on, on the weekends, they want to turn up, so they go to dance EDM. Right. And then they evolve, right? They have their first child, and all of a sudden now they're listening to, like, classical or toddler tunes because they want to put their child to sleep. And, and I think that's what the Music Choice product is about, and I think we've been able to build a lot of brand equity with consumers for providing that um, consistency of, of, of our service. And we're really excited. I know we'll talk more about it, where our product is going. Um, we think we're going to be a lot more dynamic for, for consumers. I always feel guilty that I don't have Music Choice on more because it is the type of thing you could have on 24-7. Sometimes I just, I just want to watch Seinfeld or Family Guy, so I, I default to, to, <laughs> to my silly programming. But it really is that type of thing where every time you turn it on, the choices really are kind of endless. Yeah, I think I think from a music um, format perspective, obviously you got you know pop, urban, rock, country, but but there's other you know formats that are that are important that you can't really get on radio anymore. So there's formats like um, singers in standards, which you know for a certain demographic is is very very important. There's the classical stuff I, you know I talked about. We just added a bunch of um, international channels to our lineup as we as we start to widen. Um, our our appeal uh, to different demographics, huge Hispanic um, lineup as well. You know, crossing into a bunch of different genres from tropicalis, Mexicana, pop Latino, 
etc because there's a, a lot of um musical territory to cover there but again i think that's um what the service is about i like to think of music choice as certainly a discovery zone so going back to being commercial free i think one of the advantages that we you know we typically may average somewhere between 16 to 17 songs per hour okay versus that number at commercial radio is a lot lower so we we're afforded the opportunity to play more new music and more new artists on an hour, in a day, in a month, etc., which you know helps us to be a platform to um, break new music, and that and that's a big part of kind of what I do on the strategy side for the company. Is the uh, the top forty channel? Does that have the highest rotations for current songs? And and even those from the playlists I've seen, actually monitored by Nielsen, aren't even anywhere near as high as your typical top forty station that might play something one hundred twenty times a week. You guys yeah. aren't that high. Yeah, no, no, we don't we don't have our rotations um, that high because again, people are listening for longer periods of time. So you know those slots that you know radio is where they're repeating the same songs. That's when we're discovering we're playing new music i mean it could be new music from a new artist it could be something new off an album you know when you have an artist like beyonce drop lemonade you know we want our programmers to get into that album and and find those those album tracks and and present that to consumers yeah i was going to ask you about uh the team of first how many channels are there and how many programmers what's the whole programming team like so so we have 75 um, music channels in 25 linear video channels on our um, digital and online platform. Okay. In home right now, we have 50 channels. This new product that we're going to talk about, Enhanced TV, is going to bring that entire experience into the home where you'll have a total of 100 channels, 75 um, audio, and, and 25 video. Oh, okay, great. And in terms of uh, people programming all these channels, it's, it's more than a few people, right? Yeah, no, we've got a great um, programming team. Our strategy has always been to find people that are experts um, in their genre. I think we got about a total of 15 people um, in the uh, department. Great programmer, uh, Mike Fox, um, heads up our, our programming. And we've got a great team, uh, Nadine Santos, who is a, a veteran of, of many uh, terrestrial radio stations, uh, is on board leading our, our pop program. Programming, uh, Louis uh, Rivera handles our, our Latin programming, Joe Dodd Urban. So we, we definitely wanted to have some faces behind the, the programming because, one, it's, it's very important that, um, you know, along with programming that we have relationships with the music industry. When I say that, I mean record labels, artists, and managers. We want that community to feel like there's a person there. I think um, – for some of our competitors, especially those that are in the the digital space, you know they're they're they have positioned themselves as an algorithm. In a lot of ways, they are an algorithm, and we're a completely human program service. So it's very important um, that we share that and and, and and are part of the music industry uh, community. Yesterday, I was doing uh, just prep for this podcast. I'm flipping through different channels. I was on the indie channel. Yeah, um, Kristen channel. Control, new artist, yeah. uh, song Excommunicate. I hadn't heard it before. 
And I'm like, yeah, right. Music Choice is always presenting new artists on, on that channel, especially. Yeah, yeah. We've got a, a programmer, Mike Mike Papadeus, we lovingly call Mike Pop. He, he's uh, That's his baby. And he has really crafted um, a sound with that channel. And so it's, you know, it's kind of got that CMJ feel. But I, I think he tends to go deeper into the uh, discovery. I wish I could name as many bands as you just said because just he, play, he, he plays he actually plays so many artists and, and so much music but again I think with, with music choice it, it's like that experience that you're talking about that you can discover something and you know that next two or three songs that's follow is always going to be consistent right you know I think by having so many channels we're able to focus and, and, and I think that's kind of been one of our, our secret sauces over the year versus our, our competitors that are our channels are very focused and, and very well programmed. What kind of research do you do with viewers and listeners? Um, we do a couple studies a year overall to, to test, um, you know, the performance of our, our channels, and then also try to figure out what consumers want want next. Um, a great format that I feel like we invented, everyone out there, that, that is starting to happen a little bit at Terrestrial Radio that came out of our research probably about four or five years ago was pop and country. I was, I was have that here in my notes. I was going to ask you about that one. Yeah, so, so, so we, we were starting to see um, a correlation between or, or cum duplications between young teen females that were into top 40 pop but they also liked country. And obviously as the, the country music industry continued to expand on the success of what Taylor was doing and, and being able to bridge the gap between right. really great pop songs but still fit the, the country lifestyle, we, we, we saw an opportunity to bridge those worlds. So, yeah, that, that format actually came out of that research study. So, yeah, we, we do research, one, to kind of measure ourselves and find out our performance. Again, things like time spent listening – are very important, so we want to make sure that our rotations, um, you know, are reflective of what we see in um, the research. We use other, you know, common tools that 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 people use, whether it's you know BDS or, or, or some some of the other um, formats out there. Uh, but the main thing is really the programmers. You know, obviously you have the internet, right? When I started programming, we didn't have the internet, but you have that now. But we expect our programmers to be part of the lifestyle and the culture for whatever format that they're programming. We expect them to bring that to the table. So a guy like Mike Pop, who does indie, and he also does our dance EDM channel, you know, we expect him to be integrated in that community, meaning out in the clubs, out at the, the tent pole events, whether it's, you know, a winter music conference or, or what have you. You know, we expect him... Um, to be at the forefront of where that culture is is going in. As you know, music now more than ever, um, because of social media, um, is definitely about the culture and, and all the lifestyle. So keeping our ears to the street is probably, you know, the best way to answer that. Um, that's That's probably the most important piece of research. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Let me ask you, Damon, about a couple other channels that I think are really interesting that you guys have. One is I, I always sort of chuckle when I see it because I always think it's it's the, the the Christmas or holiday channel, and it, it sounds of the seasons. 
which is just sort of funny to me and on a on a 90 degree day in June that you guys are airing that but it's actually not all Christmas it's other holidays too right yeah so the backdrop on the sounds of, of the season channel is that um, music choice used to be more heavily focused on commercial business accounts so you know we had accounts in businesses like you know I don't know, Fridays or whatever where you, you hear that music right. playing so obviously during certain times of the year, those businesses are like, well, it's 4th of July. I need, you know, some marching bands right. and some, some fireworks stuff going on. So we actually curated um, experiences for those days, whether it was 4th of July, you know, ha- Halloween, you go to your Munster Mash and, right. and you do all that stuff. So that's how the, the, the channel started. And I don't know, maybe six to eight years ago, I'm not really sure, everyone in broadcasting kind of went to the 24-7 Christmas channel, right? right? Day after Thanksgiving, everyone's going Christmas. It, it, it researches you know, so well. So I was well. AC Radio. I couldn't believe how popular that was. Yeah, it, so it's like it's researching well, and then you can monetize it, right? So there's, there's advertising dollars. So it, it became an important part of your, your programming strategy. In doing so, um, I think we've done a, a really unique job of creating – an experience that's a lot different than what you hear on radio. I, I think number one, first rule, it's less repetitive. There's more variety, and, and what we found in our research in the home is that people, in some ways, are even more nostalgic, right? So you want to hear Burl Ives. Now you might, you're probably not going to hear Burl Ives on a light FM type format, but what our audience, again, back in the home, we, we found that. Delivering that, but yet delivering, you know, Mariah Carey, obviously the most listened to Christmas song of all time. Delivering that into one experience um, generates tremendous, ungodly listening um, for us. So after having success with that, we actually ended up even expanding it and taking genre-based channels. So, you know, we'll take our soft rock channel and just totally convert that but that way we can deliver that light right experience we take our um uh adult urban format so then you know if you're into you know the temptations and donny hathaway which are the classics but then you still want to hear you know more more martin singers whether it's you know someone like anthony hamilton or whoever's resonating on r&b you can find it there so again you know it's all about experiences and as a programmer, for us, it kind of starts in the home. And now we're, you know, the, the, the challenge for us now is we're expanding that new product that I told you about on TV. But also, you know, we've gotten to connected devices in a big way. We now have a very good app um, that allows consumers. So inside our app, we will actually have a Christmas channel like year round. because Yeah. And, and that's – I'm, I'm actually – sorry, I think I know the answer to this. People want to hear Christmas <laughs> music even in the middle of the summer. It yeah. really is that much yeah. of a draw. No, we had you a see stunt. the research. Yeah, I, don't, I wish – I don't have data I can like spew all over you. But we had a Christmas in July stunt that I think we did last year. And, you know, people <laughs> dig it, man. You know, people you – know, you know, everyone has that. If you live like in the suburbs like, like I do, everyone's got that neighbor who keeps his Christmas lights. <laughs> you know, his Christmas stuff – up three three sixty five, and it's like you're you know, the driving music. down the street at ten o'clock at night. This house is you're- hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The music Flash. version of that. Yeah, yeah. So that, that, that's kind of what we, we're trying to do there. That's funny. You mentioned uh, stage and screen. Soundscapes is another channel that's cool because you just you don't hear that kind of new age music on any radio station. Yeah, point. I mean, I mean, big big format, um, great great demographic. Typically, forty five plus. You know, again, it's about mood in your in your home. So um, those formats that are formats that actually um, soundscapes. Uh, we have another format called the Pulse that's not available on TV yet. It's again. You know, kind of. I call it music you you hear in hotels in Miami, right? You're in the lobby in a in a cool hotel, and and, and, and you hear that kind of down tempo um, dance dance music, trap house, yeah, of, trap yeah. house type of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we we the one thing that we do good is mood. We we understand how to create mood. We understand how to deliver um, environments for for um, consumers. Versus, you know. You like this, you like this. We get that part of programming, and that's more of the algorithm, uh, the algorithmic programming. But, but again, I, I can't overemphasize. You know, there's a guy like Mike Pop there that's really curating that that experience. The other thing that I think you guys are pretty well known for is all the facts that show ah. during songs on TV. And I always notice because there's, there's always a lot of Billboard chart facts that you yeah. guys have. You guys got the chart names right. I'm always always <laughs> oh, giving good. a thumbs up to, to when you guys uh, do all that. But where does all that come from? Is there a whole different team of people putting that information in? Well, I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, Brittany Queenie, who uh, is the person in oversees our content department day-to-day, and she's got her crew back there. And, and they do a, an, an incredible job of curating um, those facts and those facts are a huge contributor to our brand. You were asking earlier about the brand. People right. certainly say, "Oh, I love those music channels in my house," and you have those little facts and tidbits about the artist. I mean, it is a huge part of um, our experience, and they do a great job of curating. It. And also, other thing that, that they have brought to to um, um, the job since um, in the last couple of years is. You know, when artists come to visit Music Choice, we might have about five or six artists a week that come. They'll actually question the artists and pull stuff out of them that oh, okay, you right. can't get on the Wikipedia, yeah. that you can't get, you know, in a bio. They get, you know, artists love cheeseburgers with peanut butter on it, whatever, whatever <laughs> silly it is. They get that. And also we have a great um, production content crew who takes unique photo images. So, again, we try to create a very, very unique experience, but... I would say the 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 
the artifacts um, are probably one of the biggest contributors to our um, success out, outside of, um, I think, our programming strategy and philosophy. It's, it's a big part of um, the, the, the experience. Sometimes that's annoying to me because I just want to listen. I want to be doing other things, and I and I have to wind up watching because yeah. I always think some interesting facts going to come up next. Well, I think we I think we average you know some number, one of those numbers like two point six times per song. People look at the at the screen, or oh, whenever wow. a song changes, yeah. people go back to the screen to to look at the facts. We've also for a number of years had great stories about people who have dinner parties and stuff, and they. You know, they cover the fact screen, they try to guess, and so it's, in some ways it becomes like a trivia game inside people's homes, and, 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 and again, I think that's, that's part of, of the experience. We've been uh, talking about where music choice is going. Let's really, really get into that. What is what is the future yeah. of music choice? Again, it hasn't always just been uh, TV, but it's, it's really expanding much more in different ways at this point. Yeah. So, so I'll start off with this background. A lot of people don't know that music choice is actually the number one free video on demand service on TV and it, and it has been for years and year over year delivering more um, video on demand views than any other network and not just in music across all categories so we've built a lot of equity as um, a music programmer and a lot of that equity, we've been in the business maybe about 10 years a lot of that equity you know so you, you think of someone when we launched that they were 13 or 14 years old age you start watching it watching music videos that person's like 24 25 years old now right so they grew up with music choice not just as the music service they grew up with music choice as as this video platform and we see that in re- our research we see when we go out oh music choice i love you guys watch the video i used to watch i used to watch little wayne when i was 14 <laughs> i could always watch it on music choice um so our new product uh which we call enhanced tv is 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 lovely what it, what it does is it actually combines our audio service and our video service into one product that is contextual. So now when you're listening to Taylor Swift on her Hitless channel, um, to the right of that experience that you're listening that you're seeing the screen on, all of Taylor Swift's music videos, what other content that we have related, original content that we might have created with Taylor. It all lives there side by side. So now a consumer kind of has this cool experience where they can go back and forth between audio and video. We did a bunch of research on the product, and, you know, there's an option to go full screen with it. But in our research, we found people love to play with what we call the carousel, where you can kind of scroll through all of Taylor's videos, and you can go, what's the last video they played five minutes from now? And then that catalog drops down. So it's it's a really cool interactive product that I think really um, brings the best of both worlds. Um, there's not many people that really actually have an audio and video. No one has it on on TV, but there's not even people that have licenses actually to do audio and video combined. So it's one of the things that I'm I'm very proud to say that that makes Music Choice unique. Um, that we will be delivering this experience to consumers. Uh, we're rolling it out um, in Q4 of this year um, with some MVPDs, and, it'll, and the distribution will get will get bigger. Obviously, we have a, a, a team you know that's working on it and, and looking at you know data and research and refine the product. But we're really really excited. So so we 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 may do like 
a half a million you know views a year on on video on on, on demand. You know, we hope to to triple that, if not more, probably more. I probably should have gave a bigger number, but we we expect that consumers um, are going to digest a lot more videos, and we also think um, it's going to actually grow our audience. So, you know, right now, music video consumption twelve to twenty four. Yeah, we get we get some twenty five, thirty four, and, and, and even up. But but we think again, there's this whole generation that grew up on other TV networks, '90s videos, Nirvana, MC Hammer. If you want to go there, right. we feel that the product will be also very powerful for that customer who now is that cable customer, right? That's paying that whatever we all pay a month for cable. We feel like the access to the content is going to be easier and we expect our audience even to grow demographically for, for videos. Our audience for audio is great, but we expect our audience for the, the video side of our business to even grow. We, we expect to be continue to be that place where um, the younger demographic comes to consume videos on, on TV, um, but we also feel like there's an opportunity um, to grow the audience for people that grew up on music video culture in uh, the '90s and, and, and '80s, so we're 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 very excited. You know, I feel like it's the new face of, of music choice. Well, it sounds more on demand, right? Which is yeah. really where consumption has just gone. You think back to the early days of music choice, which is what 1987 right. started, yeah, right? Which back. was yeah. here are the videos, where here are the songs, the images right. we're presenting. Now it's uh, for people who grew up, uh, who've been born since then. That image of we will present to you the programming is, is sort of foreign. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's the opportunity to act on an impulse. Oh, my God, MC Hammer, you can't touch this. Oh, I remember the video. I want to see the video. You know, <laughs> That's boom. a lot of, a lot of MC yeah. Hammer references. <laughs> yeah, you're, you know, yeah, you're a fan, Dan. Yeah, so I, I must be. But, but it's, it's that, it's that um, ability for consumers to be able to immediately react in a very easy way, in an organic way, is what I think has us um, – most excited we're very excited about you know ways that we'll be able to partner with the music industry so we have an artist program right now we call asap which stands for artist social ambassadors and it's really a a, a program where we partner with the artists to amplify their project and they help amplify our network and we kind of leverage social media you know this platform will allow us to do in a much more effective ways a lot of the exclusive programming and content that we see happening in the digital space, we feel like we're going to be able to bring that to TV. And and we think that uh, puts us in a very unique position and we're out talking to a lot of labels about it. And we've got a couple of case studies um, um, that we've, that we've conducted that, that show that we can have a different type of impact on the ecosystem by being on television. Um, you know, we're not going to argue that, that people, you know, we know people are on connected devices. We know people are on, on the internet, but TV is is still the biggest screen in the house, and it's still very social. And and what I mean by that, it's like if me and you were hanging out at your house, it's not likely, you know, we're gonna huddle around your phone, right? We're gonna we're gonna turn on the TV. We might still have our phones right. playing around with it, but the TV still offers that opportunity for us to both engage. So what we're trying to do is trying to, as you said, create this interactive platform where people can have a full music experience, audio, video, 
original content, uh, recommendations, uh, chances, you know, to 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 uh, win things, to have experience with artists, but but more importantly, give people something that they can't get right away, you know, like working with artists and managers and labels to say, hey, here's this video, it's here. And, and that's what we're, we're really excited about. And, and I think it's a great alternative. But the way I want you to think about it and the way I want your listeners to think about it is that this product combines right. both. I don't, obviously, I don't have a visual I, I can show everyone. But think of it as if I took Music Choice on-demand video and Music Choice audio and I combine those two experiences, I have the screen with the artifacts that I love and, and the songs and, and the static images. But to the right of that, with one press of my remote, boom, okay. I instantaneously jump into a music video and I'm an entire different experience and now it's interactive. So if I'm watching the Pop Hits channel, that's now an option on the same screen. Right. Gotcha. To go right into music video, you can go into a Pop Hits video channel and actually stream a linear pre-programmed experience. So another way to, to again, to provide mood, mood in your home. And, again, since it's cloud-based, we're excited, you know, as trends in music change, uh, we want to present that first. You know, we want to be part of that, that, that story. Um, and I think this platform gives us the opportunity to do that. The more we talk, the more the name Music Choice just seems so fitting in yeah. terms of, of the word music because it sounds like you guys are really music curation fans and, and obviously the choice that's coming through pretty clear that the choice is a big part of it. Yeah, and it, it, it does really make a lot of sense and I, and I, and I think it's served us, us well. Um, and I think that's what people really like about the product and why they um, relate to the brand and, and it cuts across all demos. I think, I think that's the other great thing about the product that, you know, again, we can go from toddlers and moms to tweens to teens to college age kids you know on to adults who can find something um, and find it on TV So summertime coming up as part of this whole uh, We the Plug campaign. Uh, I'm looking at some of the notes here you've uh, you've, you've given us. So part of it is just best of summer video playlists. Yeah, so just great programming. The, f- the first thing we want to do is make sure that we're plugging people into everything that's hot that's coming out from a music perspective, that video, songs across genres are there. Uh, we've got some some programming features like Prime. Prime is our um, artist discovery program right. where we actually um, curate artists that we believe are going to be the next big thing. So we want to make sure that um, we curate the right artists. We've got some exciting people so far in, in, in the lineup. Carol G uh, on Universal, Tory Lanez, who you know we all know has had you know a couple of songs yeah. really, really, really big. Um, so, Sophia Carson on Hollywood. Sophia that Carson. Starting to break so that so that's 40. a great job. You know, going back to our programming team, uh, we actually had a meeting with with Disney, and they were you know lucky enough to expose us to Sophia and really get, let us get ahead of the project. Once we saw the content, we were like, no brainer. Uh, we're actually out in L.A. 
shooting uh, her prime episode now. Ah. Um, so that's a great example of us kind of forecasting and, and realizing and getting people plugged in to someone they haven't really heard of yet, but, you know, has Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato type potential. Yeah, Hopefully yeah. you don't mind me making that comparison, <laughs> but just to say that she has that type of potential, um, very, very talented. So, yeah, that's that's a big focus for us um, is making sure that as, as we're plugging you in, one, we're plugging you into new music and new artists. The, the other part of it um, is experiences. So a lot of our partners, um, whether it's Dick Clark Productions, we got a partner with uh, Essence, the, the Calore Festival, uh, we'll actually be on the ground at a lot of events giving our listeners a chance to win tickets. And when they get there, they're just not winning tickets and going to some, some nosebleed seats. We're actually going to plug them into the event and let them be part of the experience, uh, whether it's backstage, having a moment with the artists. Um, we want to give them something that they, they, they can't do. So uh, Andy Grammer will be uh, at Calore Festival with us, and that's that's a big deal for us. So it's, it's really about... Um, plugging people into those opportunities. We're working on something. It's not done yet, but I feel like it's done. So I'm going to talk about it. We're working on a really big campaign with One Republic. Ah. So shout out to uh, uh, the team over at Maverick Management and, and, and Interscope Records. We've been working on this. Uh, ink's not dry yet, but the bottom line is we want to make them part of our um, summer programming. So there'll be some exclusive content, uh, a lot of uh, opportunities to engage with, with the band. So those are the types of things that um, we're working on that we feel uh, a little different coming from your your, your TV music provider. Right. Well, you know, it's, it sounds all in all no different really from how radio stations are evolving, how Billboard is evolving from uh, people might think of just the magazine historically, but every every entertainment uh, platform at this point is, is sort of becoming much more 360 in terms of how you can yeah. get content, and, and you guys are, are doing the exact same thing. Yeah, I mean, I think we everyone realizes that you have to have a connection with your viewers or, or fans. So, you know, again, for us, um, our goal is ultimately to drive people back to the TV. Anything that we do has a driver back to the television, but it's challenging, as you know, when you're a national platform. You know, I worked in radio. When you're a local radio station, you understand your marketplace, you understand your zip codes, and, you know, you do things accordingly. But when you're a national platform, you have to create a presence. Um, so you have to figure out strategically how do you do that? You know, what are the right events? And then how do you present it to, to consumers in a way that they can understand? And, you know, we, you know, plugging people in, as you know, is something that people are saying now. I think it's really clever. By, by our marketing department and again we're, we're working hard so people look at our brand um, bigger and better and not just what we really talk about hey the music on my TV right yeah, we, we'll take that but there's a lot more that we, we, we have to offer so this is a big um, part of it um, the relationships that we're building with artists and managers one-on-one -on -one and the way that we're integrating them. So as part of this, um, we'll be doing takeovers. We'll have artists, you know, taking over a channel for a week. We'll be doing pop-up stuff. You know, we've got a great studio here here, here in New York. We'll be having artists coming by. We're doing stuff on in, in the digital environment. It's just capturing the moment with people but giving consumers 
a chance to um, interact. And, um, you know, again, bringing experiences to people and expanding how you think about the brand. And the way you think about our brand, we feel pretty confidently is going to only grow and be better once we launch into this this new product. And, you know, most of the majority of our listening right now happens in the home, um, but we've got a great app. So we also, you know, want to educate people about, hey, the experience that we're going to give you on TV, that same type experience, 75 music channels, 25 video channels, exclusive content. Right. You can also take it, take it with you. And that's a new way of thinking for music choice. Um, that's something that we've got to get in, ingrained in, in, in people's, people's mind. Um, so it's, it, it's an exciting time. I think people make that go around. You know, again, we've got an outstanding programming department, great marketing department, and a bunch of other very talented people in different areas um, that really make music choice go. But um, it's exciting. So come along with us, podcast people. Uh, good luck with everything this summer, and for people who, for, for the few people who still just can't get it this summer, there's still sounds of the season. You can still listen to your <laughs> yeah, Christmas music yeah. this summer. And it might be summer in July. Who knows? <laughs> David Williams, Senior Vice President, Programming Strategy and Partnerships for Music Choice. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. If I missed my chance, I didn't even try. I'm not one to regret Christmas in July. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.